when two Division I athletes discuss the challenges and successes of navigating life after competing, you get conversations designed by athletes for athletes. I'm Don Sutton. And I'm Brooke Beerhouse, sharing with the athletic community stories and insights to better understand life when your sport ends. Hello and welcome to When Your Sport Ends, here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Joining me as always is my co-host Don Sutton and I'm Brooke Beerhouse, host of When Your Sport Ends. This week we are talking about tracking your workouts and the pros and cons of using a social media app called Strava. Yes, Strava is exactly what you said (laughs) social media app for i guess uh tracking your workouts and everything else and we came up with the idea of talking about this because on one of our runs don just recently started using strava and i've not used it and i think i've i had some hesitations at first um i still kind of do but we want to talk about your initial experience with Strava and connecting with people through social media, particularly not just social media where you can be inundated with so much information, but this is totally right in your focus in like interest being running and cycling. Can you track swimming? Yeah, you can post workouts to it. I think people use a Garmin Oh, and a Garmin will track your yards and everything and then you get posted. I'm not sure um, how I got onto Strava was yeah, actually a guy, an older gentleman who swam for the University of Pitt, just invited me out and I said, all right, whatever, because it's not really my thing. Obviously, social media is not a thing of mine either. Still trying to figure it out. I don't see other people's feeds or maybe I have to follow them or something. <laughs> But you do have to follow them. Oh, I have to follow them back. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see you know more about it than I do. I'm just posting stuff. I well, have no idea. <laughs> shout out to my brother Matt who showed me through all of that oh, yeah. in the last week. He was showing me you can add photos to it and, mm-hmm. and we'll get into it. But I think I'd like to hear a little bit more about like your initial interest in Strava and tracking and sharing it with the group that you work out with, because that was your initial interest. Well, yeah, it wasn't actually keeping track of in tabs on everybody I swim and lift and work out with. It's more of, uh, I guess, from a health perspective, making sure I'm getting the yards in. Oh, okay. But, so it's more just for you to follow your own progress? I, that's how I'm treating it right okay. now. Like, I'm not a social media type of person. Really, I'm horrible at it. I don't really care about. You're not horrible at it. You seeing just don't other people. Put the time like, to it. Yeah, they're they're fun things to see other people getting after it and uh, tracking the workouts, seeing the elevation gains. You know. Well, um, you did just do a um, a five k easy run at six fifty pace, so you are a fun one to follow. You, you know, know what? What I am so like. Honestly, this app has gotten me jazzed up. If you're on Strava, you know. But if you're not on Strava, they rank you for segments. Oh, So man. there are like certain segments a part of runs or bikes or um, 
just yeah running and biking mostly for this one and there is this one section of my run that I thought I was moving pretty good. I found out what the segment was. It's about 0. 0.6, 0. 0.4 miles. Mm-hmm. And this guy ran at like 450 pace, oh that segment. Yeah. And now I'm pissed. And then well, I look, and then I stalked him. Okay. I don't know if this is a thing. Strava stalking? Strava stalking. But Hashtag. then I saw, yeah, then I saw that he can, like, he ran a 17 mile journey today or the day before at 6.30 pace. And yeah. I was just like, damn it. Well, no, so explain the ranking because you kind of got off track. Right. It's the, the ranking shows it, how fast you do that certain segment. Yep. And they have like number one, number two, mm-hmm. all the way through like 30 or... What did you tell me before? So the free version three? the free version shows top 10. Okay. But I have the free trial. Strava's doing a free trial right now. This is not a paid advertisement. Yeah, I'm just letting y'all not. know. <laughs> Uh, Strava is doing a free version for two months right now where you can see it. And the only difference from what I hear is that they provide you what your actual rank is for those segments of all time. And then, uh, they let you list and build like workouts within it for the payment one, which is about 60 bucks a year. Okay. But I'll probably drop that. Uh, right now I have two segments where I'm top 10. Wow. But then like biking here, I'm like 300 or 400. Northwest Arkansas has a lot of fast bikers. (laughs) Yeah, mountain bikers and triathletes. We have a big triathlete community here. So it's kind of interesting to see this area because going back to when Don was saying about the sections, Mm -hmm. it's because it, it maps and shows you these different routes. So essentially, as a runner, I when I go somewhere different... I do like to look up and see trails and no distance. And so from what my brother was telling me, he goes um, into a new place and can see runners and people Mm -hmm. who have trained and what routes they do. And then you can post pictures along with it. So you can see like pictures from that route, which Mm -hmm. if there's a pretty overlook or something, I mean, that would get mm -hmm. me to do that too. They make it more of a social piece for sure but then there's definitely the competitive side where you're Mm -hmm. like like next time i hit that segment i'm probably going to warm up beforehand and really just crush 0.6 yeah as fast as i can go to see if i can get this guy (laughs) now we've been saying all positives and there are a lot of positives to this but i do want to throw in at the beginning my reservations behind using one of these apps in, in strava it's Because I know right now I do my workouts for me and I gauge how Mm -hmm. I'm feeling and I just kind of love that everything's very fluid and I don't go in with a game plan most days. Mm -hmm. Some days I do, but it gives me a lot of anxiety to be tracking it Mm -hmm. because I did for so long and as a um, cross country runner, which we talked about in episode 17, if you haven't listened to it about time management and scheduling, Number one skill employers want athletes to have episode, episode 17. And when I, in that, we discuss how as a cross-country runner and distance runner, I would keep track of my miles and how you're feeling and fluid intake, everything. And so I think it gets me back into this very stressed feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't know, something like that. But that's kind of my only reservation is that I'll go out 
for a run and then my competitive side will come in and I'll start picking up the pace and not listening to how my body's actually feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay once or twice a week or something. But if I start doing that continu- continually, I'm not really training for anything right now. So it feels like it's added pressure to a workout that I enjoy to take my mind off of being on social media and on my laptop all the time for work. Mm-hmm. And I just want to go out and zone out. But when I have to keep track of it and have my phone with me and do that, I think it just adds an extra layer to it of, I don't know, just... Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think um, when we went on that bike ride, we went on a 20-mile bike ride together. I ran the Strava, and there were certain segments I just wanted to crush. Which but, I, did, I did not know going in. But <laughs> that. I will say, going with somebody who isn't on track... Uh-huh. brings a different mentality to it, which I kind of like personally. Um, Why is that? It puts me back into the zone that I want to be in, which is not focused on going as fast as I can. I'm trying not like, I do not want to get myself into that mentality because then the next thing is I want a better bike and then I want to yeah. start actually racing people again. And then, you go down that rabbit hole. And Which you might get into. It's just right now. Is kind I feel of, like I could. Yeah. But honestly, I'm kind of training for what's called the man dude, which is a 26 mile. Um, it's pretty much high, a billy goat it, it's race. A, it's a billy goat race. So it's a 26 mile mm-hmm. uh, trail run. And that's what I want my focus to be on. I don't want it to be on uh, biking necessarily. Yeah, so and, for the running, that's smart. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's a long, a long way to marathon training is hard in yeah. itself. But then you've got the trail running. Mm-hmm. And it provides a community, and I'm not knocking that. I do think that sometimes it'd be good to, like, there are some days when I feel really good, and I think, and I didn't track it exactly, but I, you know, it's always kind of ingrained in a runner to know how far you've actually right. gone, and I'm just. Oh, so upset that I don't have, have that it. to, yeah, be like yeah. I'm doing six minute miles on like in the middle of the run or something and, and feeling really good and picking up. And I do, I do, I would like to track that, but I don't know if, I don't know, you kind of go back and forth on comparing and it's such a, if you, maybe if I go in with the right mindset of not comparing and following and, and doing everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it circles back to what we had talked about with Brian Collins, right? Mm -hmm. Where he got so caught up with just the small things. And if he didn't hit a practice right or to the T or to his segment or to his plan, he felt like his whole season was over. And I think it's circling back and making sure like that's what I'm I'm trying to incorporate Brian's uh, advice as far as this one goes. Not focus on the day-to-day, like the progression. Like there are going to be some days where you just fall off. And remember what you're actually training for is something else. So with that, I've been just running Strava for everything. Honestly, mountain biking, like the cross-country mountain biking, I'm slow here <laughs> yeah it's but like you're also i'm like 300 to uh, anywhere from 300 to 1400 on some segments have you it's, looked at what other people the trails that other people are doing 
on Strava to figure out if you want to do a different mountain biking trail that you haven't gone on before? Do you use uh, it that way? No. Um, that might be an interesting one. I don't I know if I so. can do that. You but... can. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So you I can, can look, look at cycling it. routes? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Find somewhere different. That's kind of where I was I was wanting to go with it. Yeah. That, that would be a good one. Um, usually... I use trails. Have you ever used mm-hmm. that one? I like trails a lot. Trails is actually how I found the car sloop. Oh, nice. Car sloop, for you guys who don't know, it's a beautiful nine-mile bike. If you ever get on Strava, I just did a car sloop time. Very slow, but gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful pictures. Beautiful pictures. So, um, yeah, I think. It'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. And I'm glad you're here with me because you'll probably notice if you start seeing me change, especially when we do do workouts. The thing is, the thing is, I do need a heads up when now I know that I will always when I'm with you, I am being Stravid. But when we were doing this five, it was, was it a five? Yeah, it was like 5k route. It wasn't quite... Um, run? it was a run. Mm. Yeah. We yeah. were just doing it. I thought it was super hot. It, we did an afternoon run and I thought it was just going to be this light, stretch your legs out. It'd been a while. And, uh, all of a sudden I was noticing that we were going pretty fast. <laughs> and I saw you keep looking down at your phone and I was like, no, yeah. I am being strava Yeah. You're being unintentionally strapped mm-hmm. so that's when i need to know going into it that okay if the pace changes it's not because he's you know just wanting me to pick up the pace it's probably because we're on a route that <laughs> he wants to beat some segment which is good it is good for me though sometimes to um you know it, it's nice to have someone to push you mm-hmm. and if strava or any app really being a community helps you to push yourself if you're having that feeling of after competition and being in collegiate athletics you don't have a community there to push you because i think that's a a resounding theme that we've noticed Mm -hmm. in a lot of our guests and the community that has reached out to us on instagram and and elsewhere is that when your sport ends you're usually looking for another community Mm -hmm. another team aspect and this is a virtual one, but who's to say if you can't meet up with someone in your area? Yeah. I think that would be pretty cool if you find someone who runs cool routes or a similar pace to you or is biking and you want to reach out to them. I think you're able to do that on these apps, which is really neat. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I think with the paid one, you can see people around you in the local oh. aspect. So you can then maybe... Follow those cool. people or follow back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure. I think uh, we'll probably do another episode where we circle back to after this. about yes. two months, uh, just so that we have a better grip on things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and right now, this able- is ex- completely exploratory. So maybe in two months, Brooke's gonna just be freaking pissed at me <laughs> or like, really get excited. rid of that app you've ruined all of my runs <laughs> i'll just run by myself yeah that's true <laughs> fair no, enough <laughs> but for people who want to find you on strava what is your username 
Do you know? You are nope. under Don Sutton. You have a, there is a, I know that there is a picture of you. Your profile picture is a, a beautiful sunset taken at a low angle where he's looking up and drinking a beer. And it says, I run fast so that I can be the first to the bar. I think that's what it says. Mm-hmm. My PR person did it for me, so I can't tell you. It's uh, it's just Don Sutton. Okay. Don Space Sutton, Arkansas. Yeah. Give me a follow. I'll follow back. We'll start uh, seeing how this thing goes together. Mm-hmm. And then maybe we can talk Brooke into getting into this. I might see, do it just to see if we get can get started. her signed up for a 10k. Like no. I said, I just <laughs> no. I don't need the racing in that aspect right now. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Maybe, but yeah, yeah, that's for a different episode where we can talk a little bit more about mm-hmm. about the racing side of things. Yeah, it's a process in the in the evolution of being an athlete and a continual athlete after college you know it kind of take it just takes a some while. people are done you're mm-hmm. absolutely right some people some people just need the time to either get back into it i mean i'm not never done. never get back into it i'm yeah. saying either or yeah. never either uh, or never you know yeah. i think that this will be a very interesting one for people who just want to get out and follow and stay in touch maybe with former teammates as far mm-hmm. as working out goes or uh, running, especially in the running community. Or I know a lot of swimmers do go to biking and other things as well. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Absolutely. And in the meantime, you can follow Don at Don Sutton on Strava. And mm-hmm. you can follow us and the rest of the behind the scenes of When Your Sport Ends at When Your Sport Ends on Instagram. Yeah. Reach out to us if you have any input on someone that should be interviewed. We are always looking for more guests to talk about and share their experience. I think right now we would love to hear where you're at in your journey and um, you know what's helped you that could then inspire people to also feel either fulfilled or feel like they're not alone in this process. One of my favorite accessories when I'm traveling and working abroad is my Skyrim Solis, but lately I haven't been traveling. Is that that orange puck you've been using on our road trips? Yes, that orange puck is actually a Wi-Fi hotspot, and it allows for me to get my work done and have Wi-Fi even when we're in some sketchy service area. The Skyrim Solis and Skyrim Accessories are all 20% off when you use the code ROAMWITHBROOK at skyrom.com.